0: Interactive, interesting, and entertaining. It's the Inters. Yes, thanks for joining us to talk all things ID 18. This is Rod Basto, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce members of the Sports Bet Trotts team. Drawn to lead is Andrew Dorio. No, let's start again because I knew I'd mucked that up. D Oreo. D Oreo. I can't get my head around not saying <laughs> D I Oreo. D Oreo. D Oreo, yes. Yeah. All right, Just three, up. two, one. It's interactive, interesting, and entertaining. It's the Inters. Thanks for joining us to talk all things ID18. This is Rod Basto, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce members of the Sportsbet Trots team. Drawn to lead is Andrew DiOrio. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Rocket. Great to be here. And also taking the trail, stalking him everywhere he goes, Matt Pedden. Yeah, g'day, Rocket. G'day, Matt. Well, it's less than 11 weeks from now. The names of two horses will be added to the Inter-Dominion honour roll. Uh, this time honoured event it continues that tradition. Uh, the meeting between the best standard breads from Australia and New Zealand. Have I built it up enough? <laughs>
1: absolutely. <laughs> well, what?
0: this year the pacing and trotting championships are being hosted in Victoria, and it's going to be ginormous, don't you think? Oh,
1: absolutely. You look at um, you look at the nominations that have come out earlier in the week, and the depth in in both uh,
0: trotters and paces is just extraordinary. And whilst it's not until the 15th of December that we'll see the running of those grand finals, there, there is a lot happening between now and then, not the least of which will be the lead-up to the finals themselves, three heats. We're back to that traditional format.
2: That's right. Um, so the last Inters in uh, Victoria was 2008. So it's a, I guess it's a, been a while um, Coming to Victoria, so um, back to the traditional format of three heats. Of course, WA um, adopted that. Uh, I guess that three three heat uh, and final tradition. Um, I guess it was abandoned for a period with New South Wales, but it's good to be back to uh, that traditional uh, three heats and finals.
0: So let's have a look firstly at the trotters. Uh, Matt mentioned, the rankings have been released, the first rankings. Now, these are updated as we uh, go along in the lead-up to the series and changes will be made by the Harness Racing Handicapper to uh, reflect the performances in lead-up events of the various nominated horses and in the Trotters the top ranked horse speeding spur and uh, we see it's an equal favorite in the uh the dot au futures market.
1: Yeah, what an what an old marvel he's been. He um he's been down and out. He's um you know he, he very well could have not raced again, but the Dickies have done an extraordinary job to bring him back. He's um he's looked good in his two outings back this this preparation and um, he'll go through a New Zealand campaign before coming over here and, and from what he's shown so far, he, he's going to be a mighty tough horse to beat. He loves that style of racing. He loves hard racing. He's a, he's a very, very strong stayer um, and he, he's definitely the benchmark for mine.
0: Andrew, the other equal yep. favourite is Tornado Valley.
2: Yeah, Tornado Valley. He's been a revelation since uh, coming to Victoria. Uh, of course, another uh, ex-New Zealander now trained by Andy Gath. And uh, he's, he's just uh, pretty much dominated the local scene, he winning uh, all the free-for-alls. So he, uh, he should measure up to uh, the Interdom um, pretty well. So uh, we, we think he's the best of the local now that he's um, ad- adopted Victorian, you could say. Um, and, and, yeah, him and Speeding Spur both head the market. Speeding Spur a proven group um, winner in Victoria and Tornado Valley, I guess you could say the up-and-comer.
0: And as you look down the uh, the rankings and the the early market, are there horses there that you see that uh, have had a bit of love in in the early betting? Yeah there's been um, there's been a, a
2: lot of uh, interest in the uh, the Trotters championship. Um, we actually went up oh, I think around about June or July when the uh, the Interdom Trotter series was announced. and um, some of the I, can, I was just having a look at uh, the book today, and and uh, some of the biggest bets we've taken actually have been on uh, the ones at the top of the market. For instance, speeding spur we've we've taken uh, a bet of 822 at twenty two dollars when markets open. So for a, almost a seventeen thousand dollar collect. So one punter there is uh, looking pretty good at this stage because he, he got the early overs, um,
0: and uh, obviously we're you know standing him for quite a bit. What about Maori Law? He's one of the ones I noticed that uh, had a bit of money early for him, and uh, is showing a lot of promise and uh, well in commission.
2: He is, um, yeah. Again, when markets uh, opened up, he he was one that was uh, backed from from long odds. He's um a horse on the up. Who I think he's only five years old, so he's um he hasn't really done a lot in open grey, but we know he's been quite a good horse as a three and, and four-year-old. So he's, um p- some punters believe he can step up and, and sort of make the grade at this level.
0: And, Matt, you uh, pay particular attention to the New Zealand harness racing. Is there something from New Zealand that uh, we could perhaps uh, put in as a, a strong chance at this early stage?
1: Yeah, look, um, aside from speeding spur, the the Tony Hurley temporarily, he was um, he was brilliant last uh, last Friday night at Alexandra Park over the mile. Um, he worked forward, he did a bit of work, and and look, he stuck his head out on the line. Um, we've seen him in Victoria before, what he can do, and and he he's one that just keeps getting better and better. As does Lamond, um, he's been patient, brought, brought along patiently. He hasn't been over raced. He's he's um, he's improved each each season that he's come out. Um, he's starting to put it all together now as he did last preparation, but he just looks at, he looks an all rounded horse now. And, um, I think if they bring him across, he's, he's definitely going to be one that that um, can give that series a shake.
0: Okay, let's move on to the paces. And again, uh, we have the the rankings announced. Chicago Bull number one, let it ride number two. And uh, Sh- Chicago Bull is certainly heads the, the betting. Uh, clear best with sports bet, $6. Uh, Shadow Sacks, let it ride. Eamon Maguire, our dream about me. Elmer's Image, ranked number 50. Is equal with Tiger Tara, ranked number three. Matt, perhaps you could explain that one. Yeah, he's been
1: a revelation. Amanda Turnbull um, took over the training of him earlier in the year, and um, look, she she's brought him along through the through the grades at Menangle, Um and and of late, the some of the some of the things he's been doing on the track at Monangle have been really really impressive. Um, he he was clocked getting home in fifty two eight in a start about a month ago. Uh, and for a horse to be running that, we know how quick that is. Uh, it's exceptional. So if he steps up and and handles the grade, he's which he looks like he probably will. He's he's going to be a horse to follow, and he's definitely a, a a chance of being a a horse that doesn't have the wrap on him now that might shine through this series.
0: He's kidding, isn't he, Andrew?
2: He is. Look, I've, I've argued this long and hard with Matt for for a while now. He's he's actually down in the rankings at uh, at, at number fifty. So in order
0: to get into the series, you,
2: I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You've got to be in the top thirty-six. Thirty-six.
0: But I, having said that, I I, uh, I wouldn't pay too much attention to this first set of rankings because they can really change dramatically as as we get closer towards the series commencing.
1: Yeah, I,
2: I think uh, at the moment uh, Matt's talking a lot about potential, and um, he's yet to actually perform in the open class with with any great sort of. Um, you know, uh, I guess match meeting some of these uh, at the top of the rankings, uh, he he he's sort of one which has progressed nicely, but uh, I still think he's a long way off of, of, you know, whether or not he does get there or not. Um, but at the $15, um, I would be advising punters to steer clear for now. Uh,
0: well, yes, yeah, $17, $17 I see, but um, perhaps then you can return serve with the one at a, a bit of odds that you like. Um, well, I
2: think. I mean, I think the market is actually uh, reflects uh, quite well. Um, oh, of course you from, say that aside because from... you,
0: you probably <laughs> did it,
2: did you? Yeah. Well, I, I have had quite a large <laughs> input into putting this together. In fact, I actually did put the market together a day after the uh, last year's interest. So you might struggle without <laughs> a Queenslander to tip here. Yeah. Look, uh, there are a few Queenslanders, but I'm not. I'm not tipping uh, any of them. But I, I will say that. Uh, I think uh, Shadow Sachs, uh, second favourite, $8. Um, he's, he's a Victorian who's uh, been looked after well in, in the state's leading stable of Emma Stewart and uh, I think he's been prepared for this series and um, if you wanted to, something to oppose Chicago
0: Bull, I think Shadow Sachs is the clear danger. Well, we're talking Inters and... Uh What more can we do than uh, go for an interview? And uh, we'll head across to Western Australia and talk to the trainer of the pre post favourite for the Inter Dominion Pacers Championship, Chicago Bull, that being Gary Hall. Gary Hall, uh, the trainer of fan favourite Chicago Bull. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule, Gary.
3: Yeah, no worries, Rod. Thank you very much for the uh, interest, <laughs>
0: mate. Can you tell us a bit about the horse himself? As I mentioned, he is a fan favourite. We love him here in Victoria, where the the Inter Dominion will be held this year. Um, what what uh, what do we know about him other than we know he's a little bit small?
3: He's tiny, actually. He's uh, not quite fourteen hands, and he's um, yeah, very, very small. Actually, when I bought him, I was disappointed with him when he arrived, and uh, I probably wouldn't have bought him if I'd have known he was so small. But uh, he's uh, filled out a bit. He's thickened up quite a bit uh, this year, and I think he's come back better than ever. And uh, you know, he's the real deal. He's got every uh, string to his bow. He's fast. He's uh, He's able to stay real good. He's uh, perfectly managed, So, uh, he, you know, he really is the perfect racehorse.
0: And has he got any little idiosyncrasies or uh, little treats that he prefers?
3: Not really. He, uh, he likes to stay by himself. But he, 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 the only thing is he, um, you know, he's a little bit standoffish with people, but he's, uh, you know, and quitting was the same. But uh, he he loves having a partner in the paddock with him, and he frets a bit when he's on his own. That's about that's about the only uh, problem we have had with him. So he, he's always got to have a uh, a paddock mate with him when he's in the paddock.
0: Well, Gary, with me, um, I have Matt Pedden and Andrew DiOrio and uh, Matt might like to just ask you a little bit more about uh, how he's looked after. G'day, Hi, you know, Gary, how are you?
3: Hi, Matt. How
1: are you? Good. Good. Um, outstanding to see the interest that's that's building up so far around uh, around the little fella um, obviously there's a lot of a lot of water to go under the bridge within between um, between now and the inter Dominion series uh, Victoria Cups New Zealand Cups and whatnot um, what what type of challenge does it does it pose to you replicating those those training conditions that you have in the West in um, in the eastern states and in New Zealand?
3: Well, the only experience I've had with that is when I took Quinny away. Um, I've I, I made one, you know, one race trips with horses like the Falcon Strike, and uh, um, the, he was probably the only one that I did that with. Anne Zakara, but I, you know, with uh, replicating what I do here, when I took Quinny away, I couldn't do that because they don't have the sand that we we've got here anywhere over on the eastern seaboard, or uh, only at the beach, I suppose. But uh, we never got down there. And um in New Zealand is is very similar. We we don't get any sand over there, but really, uh, Mighty Quinn didn't need it he, once he left here. He was 100% fit, and it was only a matter of sustaining that fitness. And uh, I'm pretty sure Chicago Bull will be the same same uh, thing because he's not a gross horse. He's a you know a little tiny horse, and he even though he thrives on work here, I think you know, with the racing he's going to have, I don't think that we need to do too much with him in between sort of thing, you know.
0: That's certainly the challenge, isn't it? The challenge for not only the horse but also the, the trainer to get through those three rounds of heats plus come up cherry ripe on final night.
3: Yeah, he's done it before. Uh, he's run the three heats here in second and the final and, I, you know, I think he was uh, – as good in the final as he was in any of the heats, and he, he's a pretty durable little bloke. You know, he doesn't doesn't seem to worry about much at all.
0: Well, he was a so. little bit un, unlucky just to to uh, not have the uh, the room to um, start to motor in those uh, until very very late in the final stages in that final. He was behind the leader, uh, no sprint lane. Uh, of course, there'll be a sprint lane this time. But uh, Andrew, uh, you might like to ask Gary yeah. something. Hi, Gary. Hi,
2: Andrew, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, I just uh,
0: – obviously the the
2: program for Chicago Bull, uh, Victorians will, will get to see him in the Victoria Cup in two weeks. Is that is that the plan?
3: Yeah, that's the plan. He's booked in to leave here on the Wednesday, the 10th of uh, October, uh, get there and he'll be, you know, like just have a couple of days um, light jog work before the Vic Cup and uh, – you know, it is a little bit of a concern the Vic Cup to me because it's only 2,200 metres. If it was 2,500 metres, I'd be a lot more happy. Um, because you know, over the shorter distance, the obviously the barrier draws a huge play a huge part in it. You know, yeah, sure. but I I think he's right up to it. I think he deserves to be favourite for it. I can't see a horse in in Australasia really that deserves to be shorter than he is uh, the way he's going at the moment.
2: And and do you uh, do you see? uh, Obviously, you've said uh, that you deserves to be favourite. Who do you think is your main rival or or rivals uh, going into the inters? I
3: I I I haven't seen uh, San Carlo back yet i don't know what's what his program is or what he's doing and um you know if he found the lead drew, drew the lead he'd be obviously hard to beat um and also rappers the light's got high speed over the short journey if he drew the lead he'd be he'd be a little bit hard to beat in that situation but uh you know if uh I, and uh, shadow sacks i don't know whether there's a cloud over him or not i think he's been you know earmarked to start a couple of times and hasn't started so I don't, I don't know where he is at, but, I, you know, all these horses, uh, will definitely San Carlo, he's beaten before, and um, Rapper's Delight wasn't that impressive here, but it has has improved out of sight since uh, David Aiken's been training it. So, um, yeah, they're, they're the ones that I'm thinking at the moment, and uh, but um, I think more more to the point of bad barriers or bad luck will be his problem, not not another horse. That's, that's my opinion. I suppose that's sounding a bit... Bullish about him, or confident? I don't know, but uh, I, th- I think he's uh, he's the real deal. I wouldn't be coming away with him if I, w- if I wasn't confident of uh, you know being very hard to beat.
2: And Gary, are, are you taking uh, any other horses from the stable across to, to Victoria for the for the series or for any support races?
3: No, I'm not I haven't haven't really got a that I would bring across. I've got King of Swing here, but he's going to stay here and be prepared for the. Uh, the golden nugget and um i really haven't got anything else that would uh you know be up to the class i don't think
2: yeah and we, we can't let you go without asking uh we we heard the news about uh my hard copy i believe uh reports were that he's been retired is that, is that correct
3: yeah yeah he um he um sort of he's had an ongoing problem with bone density in his uh, near side cannon bone and uh you know, he had 18 months off with it and came back and he ended up winning the Fremantle Cup beating Lazarus and, you know, that was his probably his career highlight.
2: And He's um, done he's done an amazing job. 1.2 uh, million, two million two two WA Cups, one Fremantle Cup?
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was, he's sort of an overachiever, my hard copy. He's only a little horse too. He's he's probably uh, slightly bigger than the Chicago Bull, but not much. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of successes more. I prefer them to the bigger ones, but... Uh, yeah, no, he he came here with not too many big wraps on him, and I actually told Steve Chapman and owned him. I think I I might be able to get him to about an M2. So yeah. he ended up I don't know what he ended up M class, but he, winning two free cups and a, 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 a one Fremantle cup and two pacing cups was. Uh, I thought he, you know, probably overachieved, but he was a great little competitor, that's for sure.
0: Well, Gary, good luck going forward with uh, the preparation of Chicago Bull and uh, the rest of the stable. And uh, Andrew, Matt, and I really do appreciate you spending time talking to us uh, today. So uh, we hope everything turns out well for you and you get those good marbles uh, come out in the <laughs> barrier drawers.
3: No worries, Rod. Um, thanks very much. The pleasure all mine. Good on you, you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, thanks Daniel. Well.
0: Well, I'm sold on Chicago Bull, uh, Matt. There's some sportsbet.com.au specials on the bull. There is, and they've been extremely popular so far,
1: Rocket. We've got, um, first of all, we've got Chicago Bull to win to win three of the main features we're going to see in the next sort of six months: the uh, the Vic Cup, the New Zealand Cup, and the Inter Dominion. Now, it's a hundred to one. So
0: hundred to one.
1: Hundred to one. Okay. It, um, I'll tell you what. For a horse of his caliber, if he if he appears in all three races, he's going to be a huge hope.
0: Well, let, let's say he, he walks in the Victoria Cup and and then he's off to New Zealand. If uh, you've, you've got a hundred to one going there, he uh, he shows them he what he can do in New Zealand, and then he's back here for the inters.
1: He's back for the inters, and you'd think if he if he yeah. comes through those two two three, uh two races and. And appears in the end as he's going to be a mighty big chance. And so this
0: is a horse that's $6 now top odds to win the Inter-Dominion final and he'll only be shorter after the Victoria Cup most probably. He will.
2: He will. Mm. I can tell you there's a few nervous people. Uh, I'm not sure who built that but... Uh the Liability on that is quite big, so uh, we might have to close the doors if that gets up. Well,
1: guys, those of you <laughs> that can't see us here, Andrew's shaking, so <laughs> there's, there's the big look in.
0: And what else do we have for the bull?
1: Uh, we've got um, so a little special around the interdom uh, $26 for the bull to win the all heats and the final, so it's a clean sweep of the series. Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you the last horse that did it, you might else uh, days. In, in
0: fairness, though, uh, I think as Andrew mentioned at the top of the show, the series has been tinkered with in in yeah. recent times. So, it- I guess if you go to
2: uh, more recent times, so 2016, Hector JJ uh, in Perth actually won all three heats. Uh, before running second in the final to uh, Smolder,
0: well, and and in fact, um, I'm wrong when I say I'll sue. That was the the last New Zealander to do it. But of course, Blacks of Fake, who won four Inter Dominion yes. finals, one of those years he actually went through and won three heats in a final. I think
2: may have been two, but oh, okay. he did win all heats and final. Yes, right. We'll have to.
0: Look at that! Yeah, site. I guess in short, it's not an easy assignment, is what we're saying, but achievable.
1: But and you look in the scheme of things, there's every chance that in at least two heats, he could go, he could go around odds on, and, um, and to think you can get twenty six dollars for him to to go around odds on one, two, maybe three of the heats, and then. And then start well in the market in the final, which he would do if he won all three heats. It's it's a great little bet.
0: Mm, very good. And uh, so we we go to the uh, sports app, and uh, where where can we find that? In the click on futures, futures it's under
1: uh, it's under the Chicago Bulls specials. There's a great
0: range of other markets too to have a look through. So. Jump on. Terrific. Uh, The race callers here in Australia, I I think they're the best in the world and uh, it's great fun uh, watching and listening to races each and every week. And uh, hearing some of the sayings they come out with, and I just wonder each week if we can think back over the previous week and we may have heard one of those race callers come out with a beauty. Uh, Matt, have you heard one in the past week? Yeah, one of our uh, one of our great race callers
1: exported to New Zealand, imported back for the week. It was good to turn on Yugara the other day and. See something spear straight to the lead at the end of the race here. Mark McNamara come up with gate speed is a beautiful thing. <laughs> one of my favourites to hear.
0: <laughs> and it is. What about you, Andrew? Yeah, it's one of the
2: joys of working at Sportsbit, just uh, being able to just to listen to all the race calls uh, day in, day out. I know uh, Matt and myself always... Uh, Love to hear uh, some of the lines that uh, the callers use, but uh, one in particular, and Chris, well, Chris Barsby's got several, but um, love listening to his calls. Uh, some of the lines he uses, looking for separation when, you know, the leader's out in front and he's, he's about to pull pull clear from the rest of the field. And the other one is uh, when, you know, the horse is uh, maybe behind the leader or, or three back the pegs and there's uh, a bit of room uh, for it to to move on, on uh, to the outside and uh, Barsby will say he's about to be fed racetrack.
0: So that's one of my favourites. <laughs> They're rippers, aren't they? I, I, uh, I think I'll give my vote this week to Craig Rail. He, he trots this one out most weeks further back than Walla Walla. And uh, for those that aren't familiar with Walla Walla, it was actually a, a star pacer of the late 1920s, early 30s from the uh, the Goulburn area in New South Wales, won three time honoured Goulburn Cups and the reason he refers to it being a runner in the race, being well back, being further back than Walla Walla is that Walla Walla was so good. He used to give huge starts to the opposition. So in those standing starts back in the day he would be up to, uh, in today's measurements, uh, 200 metres behind the front line horses and uh, and yet still be able to win. So that's where further back than Walla Walla comes from. I love it when Craig trots that one out each week. He's an Another perler, is it <laughs> he? certainly is. Before we finish, best bets for uh, the weekend, and uh, we'll also have a, a special uh, um, mega bet multi. Uh, but, uh, Matt, uh, have you got something you like? Yeah, I'm going to go to Addington tomorrow night, race six, Friday night,
1: uh, anthem. Second up, Mark Purden, Natalie Rasmussen. Natalie jumps aboard. Uh, it's got a 10-metre handicap to overcome, but she'll get him away. He'll... She'll drive him positive and, and I think he, he can win.
0: Okay,
2: Andrew. Yeah, I'm also going to go uh, Friday night. So Gloucester Park, uh, we'll get in early. Race one, number four, Madame Meland. Uh, it's drawn barrier four and it's uh, it's actually uh, a good gate speed horse. And at Gloucester Park, gate speed uh, is vitally important. So, It is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing. Uh, so I expect this one to jump straight to the front and be winning. Um, I can tell you that since markets have been opened, we've been uh, we've had a lot of bets on race one number one the place at odds. So um, that's something keeping in mind. Maybe have something on the four to win and
0: a uh, small bet the place on the one. So where's that at Gloucester Park? It's Gloucester Park race one number one. So the, the Friday night. The Friday night, yes. Okay. Uh, well, my one to throw in for the uh, the mega bet is. Uh Melton, Saturday night, race four, number seven with Gusto. Short but sweet. Uh, I think it'll find the front and make it five wins in a row, I think, uh, with Gusto's going for. Chris Alford in the sulky, you can't go wrong there. And so what we'll do, fellas, whereas normally a multi is... uh, Uh, In our case, we've picked one out each as our best and uh, you generally have to have all three of them win uh, with your your first one, uh, whatever you win from that, assuming it it crosses the line first going on to the next one and then all up the third one. Uh, Let's make it any two of those three can win and yet you still get paid out and and yet get the odds of an all-up multi. How's that sound? Yeah, Rocket, my
1: record of tipping winners of late isn't great, so (laughs) no doubt you two will find the winners and... Everyone will win.
0: Sounds good. That's it. All right. Well, we'll be back again next week for uh, the next edition of the Inters podcast and uh, we'll have a a lot more to talk about with uh, particularly those horses having a, a run between now and then and how they're starting to progress towards the big final. Look forward to it. Yeah, look forward to it, Rocket.